fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I truly, honestly think the world has gone absolutely mad. Hey, welcome into the program. It is a Friday. You finally made it to the end of the week. That is good news. Welcome in broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country on radio and TV plus live streaming and podcasting thereafter as well. Your Millennial General reporting for duty the way we do every single day and welcome into the program. And boy, do we have a lot to get to today. You want to know when we've completely lost our minds? When the woke crowd has really taken it a little bit too far? I mean, they've already taken it way too far. We've gotten rid of cartoons for crying out loud. We've gotten rid of Bugs Bunny and we've gotten rid of Pepe Le Pew and we've gotten rid of um, just stupid things just because people feel very triggered by them, which is not something that I really care about. I really don't care about how it triggers them because that's on them, not on me. If it triggered me, then I would do something to change my triggeredness. I, is that is that the right word? Triggeredness? Anyways, the world has gone mad, and we'll talk about it in a second here. Welcome. Broadcasting Live, we have a lot to get to today. You can follow us all over our social media, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, although we're not on YouTube because we're on a two-week ban from YouTube. Ah! But I don't really care. We're also on Twitch.tv. You can find us on there. Also on OurFreedomBook.com. And, of course, the website at HoosierReason.com. It's great to have you on a end-of-the-week celebration. Congressman Burgess Owens. Burgess? 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 I think it's how. Republican from Utah has been called a racist. Not just has he been called a racist, he has been called a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Now, you remember all the way back when, during the times of like when you would actually accuse someone of actually something when it really meant something instead of just throwing words out because you just want to word vomit with different words when you're very angry and you just lash out and you just say random things that don't make any sense like Democrats mostly do. That's usually what happens when they get angry and they get very triggered and they see a MAGA Trump hat or something and they just end up losing their minds and they just say, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a xenophobe, you're a blah, blah, blah. And they don't even really know what those words mean. But they say them because it makes them feel better. It makes them feel superior because I don't know if you're aware or not, but progressives who believe in the whole socialist thing, progressives who believe in the big centralized government thing, progressives, they feel kind of entitled a little bit holier than now at times, don't they? The left side of the aisle loves to play the holier than now. I am more sophisticated than you. They try to run the stories that of how uh, the majority of Donald Trump supporters or the Republicans in general are less educated. They has they have less college experience. They have less degrees. They're truck drivers. They're farmers. They are dumb podunk hillbillies. And that's what they try to portray as. And they've run stories on those as well. They've also tried to run stories from universities saying that because that we are nonconformist with the government, that we have a mental instability and we have mental issues. So that's kind of the level of elitism when we talk about the elites. That's what we're talking about and referring to because they think they are holier than thou. And when someone gets into Congress that doesn't really fit the norm, I'm talking about like a congresswoman from Colorado, uh, Lauren Boebert, that carries the firearm. She doesn't quite fit the norm. If you remember Tom Tancredo from Colorado as well that tried to run for president, really brought the immigration issue out to the front and center 
way back when. He didn't quite fit the norm, and he's. Uh, we had him speak at our university when I was part of the College Republicans in Ohio. He came and spoke, and he said, yeah, they literally said, in my office, you don't quite fit here in Washington, D.C. Go back to Colorado, run for governor, do what you do, but you don't fit here in D.C. because you're not part of the establishment, and you don't quite fit in with what we do here. Well, this Congressman Owens, from uh, Republican from Utah, is a black guy. Now, that doesn't usually mean anything, and no one really cares, but you know you've lost it on the wagon of woke-isms, and that's my new word that I just created. My new, uh, when you've hit the level of ultimate wokeism, when you try to compare a black guy to being a member of the Ku Klux Klan. And it happened after the cartoonist, a satirist, a political satirist from newspapers. You know, they're just creating jokes, right? Just like Kathy Griffin. She just created the joke of taking a photo of a decapitated Donald Trump and taking a picture of it holding the head that's all bloody and mangled and everything. It's just a joke. Why can't you guys just take a joke? But the political satirist and cartoonist uh, Pat Bagsley compared the rhetoric of Owens regarding the immigration issue to... Ku Klux Klan members 70 years ago. Now, the picture, and I see the picture here, you can find it on foxnews.com, is it's actually from a tweet that Congressman Owens mentioned about how so on and so forth tagged him in there, compared me to the KKK, the radical hate group that terrorized me in my youth because I have one of many sounding the alarm of the trauma being faced by women and children crossing the border. This is pathetic, hashtag woke racism. So... The Democrats, because he compared the issue down at the border as a crisis and said, we have a serious problem here. We need to seriously address this problem down at the southern border. Because of that, the black congressman from Utah, that's a Republican. Or if it was a Democrat, that would be terrible. But he's an Uncle Tommy. Nobody cares about him. He's a Republican that's a black congressman. He is now compared to the KKK because obviously Democrats don't understand quite history that the Democrats actually were the party of the KKK and still are, by the way, and that Republicans actually fought against that. But because we said, wait a second, there's a crisis at the border. We need to actually have, I don't know, immigration enforcement at the border and we can't just let people waltz over. He's now a member of the KKK. I find it ironic. Again, you've hit a level of wokeism. When you go that far as to calling a member, a black member of Congress, a member of the KKK and comparing them to what happened just 70 years ago. I don't want to focus a lot of time on that. I just wanted to bring it to your attention. Find that kind of intriguing. Got a lot to get to. Uh, the big news of the day. I guess we can jump into it. There was another shooting in the country today. What's trending today? Not sure if you're aware of it or not, but the shooting that happened in Indianapolis, Indiana, at a FedEx center as a former employee, from what they said, uh, walked into the FedEx facility in Indianapolis, began shooting, I guess, 10 individuals. Uh, Before we get into the details of this shooting, my question, how many shootings has that been during the Joe Biden administration? We are, what, let's see, one, February, March, April. We are three months into the Joe Biden administration right now. And how many shootings have we seen under the Joe Biden administration since January to the middle of April? Two and a half, three months. We've had Boulder, Colorado on March 22nd that killed 10 individuals. We had Orange, California, March 31st that killed four people. I don't even remember seeing that one in the news. We had Muskegee, uh, or Muskogee, Oklahoma, February 2nd, killing six individuals. Allen, Texas, April 3rd, killing four people. Indianapolis, Indiana today or yesterday, last night, killing eight people. 
Indianapolis, Indiana, that was back on March 13th, killing four people. A third one in Indianapolis, Indiana, January 24th, killing five people. Now, this chart, this according to New York Times, this one actually has Chicago as well, which is cute because like 10 people die there every single weekend because of their crazy gun laws that just let people run rampant with guns all the time. Oh, wait a second. That's the gun bans I actually have in California or in uh, Chicago. But nonetheless, they have one on here, January 9th, killing five people. There's more shootings that happen there on a weekly basis and weekend basis every single week. So I'm not really going to cover that one, but there is that just for your info. Uh, Essex, what is that? Essex, Maryland? March 28th, four people killed. Rock Hill, South Carolina, April 7th, six people killed. Atlanta, Georgia, eight people killed back on March 16th. That is right now just on this list from the New York Times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven shootings in 2021 under the Joe Biden administration so far. Now tell me that there's not something weird going on here. This story, no information on the guy. We don't know anything about him. Now that's usually what it happens is the guy that's, you know, kind of off to himself, a little bit isolated, a little bit hating the world, a little bit depressed, whatever the situation is. Maybe not a whole lot of family around. I don't know. But with the administration that's been focusing nonstop Non, literally nonstop since the campaign trail two years ago, saying that they were going to try and take guns away. They were going to try and ban guns. We had four different candidates that were trying to run on a gun platform. One of them got into president. One of them got into the vice presidential seat. And they said they were good. I mean, listen to Kamala Harris. Unless we do gun reform, we'll sign within the first hundred days. I would sign an executive order to remove them myself. What just happened? We're within the 100 days of the Biden-Harris administration, and he signed an executive order on four different things that he's doing for firearms while we're working on a bill running through the Senate right now trying to ban AR-15s and other sorts of uh, firearms and firearm accessories. Shooter was identified, according to the Associated Press, as Brandon Scott Hole of Indiana. Two law enforcement officials briefed on the matter told the Associated Press. Without identifying him by name, FedEx spokesperson Bonnie Harrison told the AP that the suspected gunman was a former FedEx employee. Now, from the story that I have here, which is not a lot of information as of right now, they don't have a motive. He was a former employee. He didn't try to say anything. He didn't get in an argument with anything. He just walked up, started shooting people in the parking lot, walked into the building and opened fire, did not say a single word, and apparently took his own life before law enforcement was able to intervene and actually get there and stop him. So he had a death warrant. He wanted to do something bad. I ask you, what could have been, and for all those gun advocates, oh my gosh, we need to stop the firearms, we need to ban the firearms, apparently he used an assault rifle, they didn't describe the firearm, they just, according to the media, I was listening to, I think, C- CBS, somebody, uh, that he was carrying an assault rifle. Now, I'm not quite sure what an assault rifle is, because that's not a definition of a firearm, and a firearms can't assault people, but that's the definition that they used as uh, we try to get more information on this. But my question is, let's say he did not have that. In a perfect, wonderful, utopian, left-wing, fantasy, dragon, you know, unicorn type of world, and we don't have guns in America in any way, shape, or form, let me ask you, how could he have done something different? Kind of sound like a therapist. What could you have done different in this situation? If he didn't have any firearms, what would have happened? If he had a death warrant the way that he wanted to, And if he wanted to do something bad, he still would have been able to do it. He had knives. He had a vehicle. You can still get things to create homemade bombs, which is unfortunate and kind of scary and a little bit bit disturbing. But you can figure out a way to do it. Why? Because you're going to find a way if you 
actually want to do something like that. Now, I don't know if he's disturbed and didn't like his job, but they are trying to tie the race card into this one as well. Shocker. As the majority of the workers at that FedEx location are Sikh, Muslim Sikhs from the Middle East. And the, let me see if I can find that part of the story here. Uh, they were looking into the, um, see if I can find it again. Civil rights concerns were happening with the shooting as well, where the leader of one of the Sikh, uh, like the Sikh leader of the community there, was actually asking to investigate it as a potential hate crime. Now, we have a hate crime bill going through Congress right now against Asian Americans because Donald Trump said the China virus, and therefore apparently there's an increase in crimes against Asian individuals, which is dumb and stupid, and that's just not true. I mean, the story in Atlanta, Georgia, obviously was not a hate crime against Asians, but now there's a movement against hate crimes against Asians, and literally a bill is going through Congress saying we need to demonize and we need to ban hate crimes against Asians, which we already have hate crime bills and hate crime laws already on the books, but now they want to look into it as well about a hate crime against the Sikh community to get the Muslim population riled up, so that way we can say... We need to do something. We need to do, hear the crowd, something. So that way we can ban firearms because that way we can't harm Asian Americans that work in Asian massage parlors. And we can't harm the Sikh community that's actually working at FedEx distribution centers in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's the motive. Now it just puts more arson in the Democrats' tool book to scare people and get them to think that there's a pandemic of firearms going on, and that way we can take them away when they try to pass this legislation to get more support from the general public. Funny how all that works, doesn't it? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Friday. We finally made it to the end of the week, so you can celebrate. Pat yourself on the back just a little bit. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio and TV plus the last rant. My computer, like my mouse, seems to be going a tenth of the speed it usually does when I try to move it. That's kind of fun. Hate crime legislation is unconstitutional. It presumes that some races have more rights than others. It is very true. Now, I will say it is unfortunate that there are still racist individuals out there in the world. It's sad and it's pathetic and it makes me sick to the stomach thinking about that, but it's there and it's true. And it's, but guess what? There's already laws on the books saying that it's a crime to attack individuals or to assault individuals or to hate on individuals or to discriminate against individuals, regardless of what they are, regardless of their race or their gender or their sexual orientation. We just Why do we care about this garbage? It's stupid. It really doesn't matter in any way, shape, or form. It's about how you treat other people. If you're going to be a jerk, then I don't care what your race. You're a jerk. If you're going to be cool, then you're great. Then you're going to be my pal and we'll be BFFs forever. I really don't care. It bugs me. Why that's such a thing and why people focus so much attention on it all the time. It's just, I I don't get it. I'll never understand it because the only way you're going to, as Morgan Freeman said at best, the only way you're going to ever end racism is just by not talking about race. You just don't mention it. You don't think about it. You don't look at it. You don't focus on it. You just go about your day and go about your business and just treat people like you would anybody else. And that's all you got to do. All you got to do. I don't want to spend much more time on that, but uh, the shooting, I don't know whether it's race motive or uh, motivated or not. I don't think it is, but who knows? Maybe he was just tired of working with Sikh individuals at that FedEx center. We don't know. Of course, that's what the approach that the media is going to tell and what they're going to say because they want it to be that. Because if it's race-based and he had large firearms, that he was probably a right-wing conservative nut job that had large firearms and hated other races because he was a Donald Trump supporter. They try to <laughs> they try to spread that information every time. And guess what? It's never been that case. The guy that remember the guy that shot up the baseball field with the Congress individuals there, the elected officials? Yeah, Bernie Sanders Democrat. Remember the guy that shot up the gay bar down in Florida? Yeah, that was a Muslim. Again, not trying to label them or put them in certain boxes, but there's a certain pattern and the right-wing extremists quote-unquote that cling under their guns and bibles have yet to been part of those little boxes that they try to define when it comes to mass shootings all over the nation really for years obviously there there's probably been some at some point but the left they're so high strung that they snap easy they're the ones that if they see a MAGA red hat in the middle of the street they end up losing their mind and trying to beat them in the middle of the street or you know shove a milkshake or something in their face because they don't like them and they have to call them all the names they're the ones that are so high strung that even a cartoon will make them feel very uncomfortable and feel very triggered so i'm not too terribly concerned about the conservative right-wing republicans that cling on to their guns and bibles just throwing that concept out there real quickly i don't know if you get into a lot of the investing or any so i do have to mention i don't really do a whole lot i've never done investments never done stock market stuff but i will say i started two days ago and I have to admit, I, I got lucky. I don't know what it was, but I was pretty excited. I threw about 50 bucks behind that doggy coin. Everybody keeps mentioning that. It was sitting at like two cents for months and months and months. And then it shot up and it hit 50 cents earlier today and then it's dropping back down. But I got out of it then. I, I put 50 bucks in, made $120. Made me kind of happy. So my first experience, I will just have to say, we're going to have an expert on next week talking about the stock market and talking about some of these and get their perspectives on it because I am not an expert in any way, shape, or form. But I just thought it was interesting. I don't know how – I see a lot of comments on Facebook about people that have been kind of involved in that. And 
have been playing around with it, just like average Joe Schmo, you and I, that have some stuff invested in there. And I think it's kind of fascinating. And it's something that I've wanted to learn. And I guess I, you know, beginner's luck, I guess, because, hey, not much. I didn't do a whole lot. But, hey, you know what? I was happy that I got to walk away with something. Now, I did not sell at the 50 cent range, which made me a little sad because so, I could have made a lot more on that. But it doesn't matter. But it's fascinating to me. But that one's a nuts one. It's been going back and forth all day, really the last couple of days. And it's kind of piquing my interest. Day trader ideas? Mm, I don't know. Something to ponder later on for the voice of reason. Maybe we'll start bringing more of that kind of stuff onto the program if that intrigues individuals as well. Karen Strawn, she'll be joining us right after the bottom of the hour. Stay here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, it goes my way too fast. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time. Your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do every single day. Welcome in. Radio and TV plus the live streaming and podcasting. We are all over the place. If you can't find us on our social media at Hoosier Reason. If you can't find us on... Our website at HoosierReason.com. If you can't find us on radio stations or TV or where our podcast has well on any of your favorite podcasting sites, and I really just can't help you. Probably because you can't find me. <laughs> See what we did there? little twist. All right. I uh, want to shift gears a little bit away from the shooting that went on in Indianapolis. We'll get back to that in just a little bit as more information may come about. There's some interesting news coming out of New York as well. The race for the New York mayor... We have the Gavin Newsom recall in California. Things are just crazy all over the place. Democrats maybe just starting to shoot themselves in the foot a little bit. I don't know. Maybe overstretching a little bit on the woke-isms. I don't really know, but I find it quite interesting. But uh, until then, let's shift gears a little bit and see the latest in what's trending. What's trending today? And I am super excited to have this guest back on the program with us on a Friday to kind of wrap up the week. She is uh, the host of the YouTube channel, Girl Rights What? She is a men's rights advocate here on the program. Karen Strawn back with us. Karen, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. You know what? I'm doing better than you guys. It's 66 Fahrenheit and sunny outside today. Oh, see, that's beautiful. Yeah. Here in the Wichita, Kansas area, it's been rainy and dreary and 40 degrees all day, which I'm kind of okay with, but I'm also kind of ready for summertime. So there is that. Well, you know, six six days ago we had a blizzard. So, uh, (laughs) Oh, so your weather's just as nuts as ours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you take the good, you take the bad. 
Yeah. You take them both, and there you have the the facts of life. Oh, man. I, I guess we have to. You know what? An optimistic look at it. I like that. I like that. Let's look at some a little bit of optimism in the world of politics and current events right now as well. The wokeism has taken things to another level, I think. When you see the news of banning cartoons and, you know, Pepe Le Pew, when you hear uh, the banning of different comic books or you you hear about the banning or the limiting of Dr. Seuss books for children, when the wokeism, uh, we read a story about a congressman out of, out of uh, Utah here, uh, a black congressman that is a Republican that said we have a crisis of illegal immigrants at our border and a political satirist called him a member of the KKK as a black congressman out of Utah. I think wokeism has kind of hit another level, don't you think? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, it's it's been it's been creeping in this direction for some time, you know, where where you have uh, uh, they don't they don't call, um, you know, the uh, the the black dissenters uh certain derogatory names anymore they just go straight to like you know kkk members and and white supremacists it's weird like we we can't we can't have a middle ground of a discussion anymore because if you disagree with someone then you're automatically a racist a bigot a a a homophobe an xenophobe whatever i mean they just they go right down that road of we just you're the worst person on the face of the earth if you're a straight white male especially then you're probably just a spawn of satan himself well it's, it's not it's not that your opinion is wrong or that they think your opinion is wrong it's that you as a human being are wrong yeah you know your 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 existence your very existence is wrong you know you should not exist so yeah, that's uh, um, you know, there's there's a whole lot of viciousness coming from the far left, and it's starting to, you know, uh, cannibalize uh, the entire left right now. So yeah, well, that's the question I wanted to ask. I mean, how bad is it, and are they going to eventually implode? I mean, we see. Uh, where they're starting to go off on their own. And we've talked a little bit about this before on the air as well, about the LGBTQ community and then the the trans community within that of, you know, women's rights and women empowerment, which is great. But then we see men, you know, going through the procedures to become a woman and then competing in sports. And now there's that big debate going on right now. And that movement, I mean, they they, kind of shoot themselves in the foot here. Well, they don't have to go through all of the procedures of becoming a woman because, I mean, like, frankly, they don't have to go through the surger- surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just have to go through hormone uh, hormone blocking uh, of the test- testosterone blockers and estrogens. They have to have certain levels of certain hormones in order to, or they used to, in order to compete as women. Um, you know, in, in most sports, uh, the officiating bodies, the regulatory bodies would say, no, you have to have these levels of hormones and you have to have had them for a significant period of time before you can actually compete as a woman. Um, but that doesn't undo uh, the fact that you have a denser, you have uh, more bone, de- higher bone density, you have a different uh, skeleton, skeleton uh, structure, skeletal stu- structure, you have a, a larger heart and heart capacity, you have higher blood volume, you have more red corpuscles uh, in your blood uh, by volume than women do, uh, you have uh, denser muscles, you know, you have all of these advantages. So you even have um, a larger brain. Most of the, uh, the extra brain matter that men have, that males have, is for coordination of vision and uh, muscle, so like, and movement. So, I mean, these are obvious advantages uh, when it comes to sport. 
Yeah. So it's just the the idea that we have these people just because they have these, you know, they they don't have the testosterone anymore and they they've been pumped full of estrogen competing with with biological women is and then on top of that right now it's like, oh, well, now we're moving towards oh, well, all you have to do is say you're a woman and Right. And, you know, everything else uh, has to uh, come second to that. Like, there are no conditions other than that you say you're one woman. So Yeah, I mean, it's uh, now it's just the self-identification, which is really crazy. Let's take it to another level here, uh, not here, but in the state of California, which, I mean, they're going through their own issues. They're looking on the recall of Governor Ga- uh, Gavin Newsom as well. But they've always been kind of the, I guess, social experiment state with California, doing whatever they want to. Their latest bill, SB 132, allows the transfer of inmates who are transgender to go under operations or to go to the prisons that they want to? I mean, what does this bill do? And, I mean, is it actually going to happen? If you self-declare as a woman, and that's all you have to do, and apply for a transfer, they will consider transferring you. And I think it's something like uh, 255 uh, biologically male inmates have requested, uh, or maybe it's 155, transfers to women's prisons. And uh, only four, I believe, have gone through so far, but they've all, all of the ones that they've considered, they have uh, approved. So wow. basically all you have to do is say, I feel like a woman, and uh, the, the board that looks your application over never considers, you know, maybe you mean that in the way that, People mean it when they say, I feel like pizza or I feel like tacos. Um, that, uh, you know, you you actually are, are a, a predatory male. I mean, we're talking criminals here. Right. You, you Maybe you're a predatory male who is just going to use this as a way to uh, become a, a fox in the hen house, so to speak, or um, maybe not even metaphorically, kind of almost, almost literally. Yeah. Uh, we have had this in Canada for some time, and uh, ironically, uh, trans women, so male to female trans people, have requested transfer to uh, male facilities, and they routinely just get talked out of it for their own safety. They, you know, the the authorities say, you know, that's crazy. You're going to be uh, vulnerable. You're going to be, you know, uh, in a vulnerable position. You're going to be. Uh, there's going to be violent assaults and sexual assaults committed on you if you go into that atmosphere, and they get talked out of it. But uh, the other way, you know, uh, you're not going to be able to talk, uh, particularly with trans women, uh, male to female trans people, you're not going to be able to talk them out of wanting to go to a woman's facility because uh, they're actually safer in a woman's facility. Um, They actually, uh, because there are people maybe who sneak in under this self-declaratory uh, rubric where all you need to do is say it, um, and you don't have to play the part at all. Um, you know, like you're you're looking at people trying to take advantage of of the self declaratory nature of this. And we've had some issues here in Canada with you know uh, one woman was impregnated, ended up having twins, um, and the father is a trans woman who was transferred into her facility. And I don't know whether that relationship was consensual or not. Um, that sexual activity, but wow. it's really not something that you want to uh, see happening. And, uh, and you know, there are also other instances, you know, there was a trans woman in the UK who was, uh, she was basically given a suspended sentence, not jailed at all, uh, 
she'd raped a bunch of people, uh, trans woman, had raped a bunch of people, was tried, convicted, and uh, and they said, well, like, we can't, we can't put her in with the men because she, after she raped all these people, she declared herself trans, and uh, and so she is entitled to go to a, woman, a woman's facility, but uh, we can't put her in with the women because she's a serial rapist. Right. Is this so going to lead to like, like a whole nother, like a whole nother prison that we have to start worrying about? Because I mean, you're right. There's only so many cases this is going to last until they hopefully say, "Wait a second, we have a serious problem of predators trying to come in here under the false pretense of saying that they're a woman and doing all these things." But if they do that, then you're right. I mean, they're not going to be protected in the men's prisons. I don't know what to do after that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that there needs to be some kind of maybe some kind of special accommodation for trans people, uh, like that. You know, you have. It's what. What do you have to do? You have to build a prison, one centrally in the United States that that can house two thousand people. You know, when it's totally full, because that's that's about as as much as I can see um, being imprisoned at any given time. Uh, so, or maybe you know, ten thousand people, something like that, uh, because there's such a small po- a part of our po- population. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, Carol, you know, we, we got to take a hard break here. Let's uh, stick over if we can to the one more segment and uh, we'll wrap up this conversation because it's fascinating. And I want to talk about just uh, and kind of move past that as well to talk about some of the masculinity and the acceptance of that in society as well. We're talking with Karen Strawn, Girl Writes What YouTube channel. Make sure to go and check it out on social media as well. Now, lots more coming up, wrapping up the show here today on a Friday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, welcome back into the program. Wrap it up today. Just a few minutes left of the Voice of Reason here on a Friday. Radio and TV plus live streaming, podcasting, doing what we can to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time. The fastest hour of radio on radio, really, all over the place. Thanks for hanging out with us today. It's always good to have you along for the ride, doing what we do, trying to stumble through a program like Joe Biden stumbling through a press conference. (laughs) See what we did there? Karen Strawn, she's with us here. Uh, Girl Writes What is the YouTube channel. Now, I am banned on YouTube for two weeks because of them not liking our show. (laughs) But... Uh, you can always find her. Karen, have you been banned on there? Have you just have they have you broken the community standards on YouTube before? Uh, I have had some of my videos restricted to adults only. So mm. if you uh, if you want to view all of my videos, you need to uh, have an account and declare yourself over eighteen in order to even have them presented for you on my channels about page so interesting yeah Yeah. well they said that i was giving medical misinformation by saying that i was relatively skeptical of the coronavirus vaccine uh and apparently that was uh, not okay for youtube so we're on a two-week ban there and we'll see if we're able to come back afterwards (laughs) um you know you have reason to be skeptical of two of the vaccines because the pfizer and moderna vaccines actually um, because they're a brand new medical technology, so they've never actually we've never actually done vaccines that way. Yeah. So you know, it they may turn out to be they they definitely have turned out to be more effective than typical traditional vaccines, and they may turn out to actually be safer. But we don't know, and there's no way to know because we don't have there. This technology has only been in use. Uh, this is the first use of of messenger RNA as. Uh, form of vaccine. So, yeah, there's no long-term I mean, there's, effect or long-term studies here. We have just no idea. Just real quick, your mindset are just, I mean, from the people you talk to, the community up there in Canada, are they pretty open to rushing out and getting the vaccines? Are they? Are you guys still locked down up there? What is the situation in Canada right now? Oh, it differs from province to province. We, you know, we've, st- we've gone into, uh, we've delayed our phase three of reopening and they're considering here in Alberta and they're considering uh, taking us back to phase one um, which would be no indoor gatherings uh, unless you live alone, then you're allowed to have one person over. So I guess because, you know, they realize that, you know, when you live alone and you can't have anyone over, then maybe you might kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, like they, but, um, but yeah, in Quebec, they have a curfew. They've had a curfew since January 9th. Uh, you can't be out on the street other than between the hours of 5 a.m. and 8 p.m. unless you're walking a dog or are doing something absolutely necessary, like going to work as an essential worker or going to the pharmacy to buy baby Tylenol for your kid who has a fever or something like that. And you'd, be- you'd better have that Tylenol and the receipt or something on you when the cops pull you over. So it's, 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 and they just, you know, when daylight saving time hit, uh, they extended it to 9.30 in the evening, and then they just rolled it back again to 8 p.m. Um, and it was supposed to be a uh, four-week long curfew starting January 9th, and so we're into like the the 14th week of a four-week <laughs> curfew in Quebec. So um, it's, it's, well it's, then, yeah. it's getting to be... Yeah, it's getting to be ridiculous. Uh, everybody's getting sick of it. I've had COVID, so I don't wear a mask. And anybody who gives me a hassle, I just tell them they can stuff it. Uh, 
Good but most people aren't, you know, about 10, the city, when they mandated masks in my city, they said about 10% of people can't wear them for medical reasons. Uh, so be compassionate, be understanding. And uh, but yet we have 98% compliance in public spaces. And so it's like, okay, so what about that other 8% of people? Are they wearing masks when they probably shouldn't for their health, for health reasons? Or are they uh, just putting themselves under voluntary house arrest because they don't want to get harassed by fellow customers and stuff like that. It's 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 ridiculous. Uh, it's a mess all around. We're out of time, Karen, but it's always good to talk to you. I want to get you back on again and talk about masculinity, feminism. I mean, where we're at in society and is, uh, is masculinity rising again after it's been shunned for so long for the last few years. So we got to do that again soon. Can we do that, Karen? I would, I would love to. I would absolutely love to. I uh, love it. I always enjoy having you on the program. Have a great weekend. We appreciate that very much. You can find her at Girl Writes What on YouTube, also on her social media and her websites as well. You can always check out as well. That is avoiceformen.com, so you can always check that stuff out. That does it for us today. Podcast going up in just a little bit. Monday, we're going to have a laundry list of guests for you all next week, so make sure to stay tuned in for that. Until then time for you to speak up speak out speak loud speak proud speak the truth and always speak some reason be your own voice of reason spread some reason and common sense around because it's something that's lacking in society today we're back at it on monday until the until then if i can speak everybody have a wonderful weekend Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.